Cast. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Take a seat, my friend. All right. You're on now. It's all about you. Figure out the camera, figure out everything. I'm go around. Oh, man. Yeah, you're I'm actually standing right in front of him. What's, no, are you, is CC insensible? Is he not? I will look that way. Okay. And at some time. Actually, hop up for a minute because I'll shave you when you're all bent up. Yeah. Nice and easy. My favorite part. Getting shaved? Getting shaved. Who doesn't like to get shaved? Shave my man. Shaved by a man. Blend in. Phenomenal. You know you're behind me, right? I do. I'm, I I want to get him comfortable. Okay. All right. Not worry about me. Okay. Yeah. If that's in your way. Yeah, I'm gonna have you move your foot back one second. Yep. And because I think what I'm gonna try to do is tuck myself perfect right here. Okay. Yeah, this is the yeah. That works. I'll look at the ceiling. I don't want to see what this stupid tattoo is. Is it the light switches guy's dong? Ooh, that would be nice. Oh. Barry. That's Barry. Barry? Yeah. That'd be a great tattoo. I got that on the uh, anniversary party, actually. Yeah. Uh, Josiah threw it on me with a marker. <laughs> and it was actually that Josiah is a master of realism, let me tell you. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> won't be bad at all for you. Yeah, you won't. Right? Put it this way. This decaf of mine I did myself. Yeah. I haven't done the other one yet, but I can tell you the tiger on this one. Is it this one? Yeah. No, yeah. it's this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's the opposite. No, it's the same as mine. I can never remember where my tattoos are either anymore. I can't at all. Sometimes I forget that I have them and I get surprised again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Right? I, I know. All of a sudden, somebody's like, you have a whatever tattoo? I'm like, I do? <laughs> Which? Oh, yeah, I do. You Shit. should talk to. Like, you know what would be a great idea? Hi. Um, look like you're jumping out of his armpit. <laughs> we got a blend, we have the same shirts on, but yeah. The bloody and broken tour. You should talk to Sarah about you want to start up a side business in photography. And you should start up a personal tattoo portfolio for people that are heavily tattooed. There you go. Like just yeah. each individual tattoo, right? You take a picture, you give them a ni- nice portfolio. You can talk to them during and be like, "Is there any like, like you want to start with any certain one? Like this is the one that started my journey." Oh, yeah. so like that's your cool. first tattoo in your book. Because how many of your tattoos don't you get to see? Oh, I know. That's and would it be cool to be able to leaf through above? Like, right? oh man, I forgot I even had that tattoo. Like, well, that's what I keep saying about my, my back pieces that are not done because I never see them. So you're like. Yeah, I don't want to deal with the pain. So it I never see him anyway. Of right, right? I have some of the nicest tattoos on my body on my back, and I never get to see them. Right. I know. 
I was at uh, we were it was Father's Day, and we went to um, Noah's Ark, and they were in the water, and I was off at the side getting drunk. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this, hanging out with the Cabana boys. The oh, kid, yeah. This kid comes up to me and he's like, "What's wrong with that? How, how? Where did you get your your portrait tattoos?" I was like. What fucking portrait tattoos? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, the one is on your back. And I was like, oh shit, oh, that was great That's to me. Right. Once in a while, she'll have to take a picture of it and remind you. Right. Or start. <laughs> what are you just talking about? That's a good, yeah. I would do that. Absolutely. It probably wouldn't be something that you do like often, maybe right. once right. a month or so, but I mean, right. you'd be the niche and expert of it. Yeah. And you love tattoos and tattoo stories. So, like, I do. <laughs> Yeah, tell you today. Set up the third room and the kiss room. You can start with me. Drop them. I'm not get afraid. You, get your. Uh, get I do some. want to say, kiss was my very first concert as a child. Was it? 1980. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's great. They were my favorite band as growing up. My Did I tell you about like the promoter that I work on? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. got all the. Yep. Oh, I saw the picture too, right? I think I saw the picture like the yeah, day before yeah. I was here last. The, all the rivalry. Rivalry. Yeah, it's awesome. That's fun. That's, fun. That's fun. Okay. So he's dumb. Yeah. Basically what it is. So he's dumb. He doesn't understand what life's about. <laughs> he doesn't understand the what? higher things in life. What do you mean? Like, I'm not going to be enough to be annoying. He doesn't. That right there. <laughs> Absolutely. God damn it. <laughs> it's not my fault. Kiss sucks. Uh... <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> They're disco. <laughs> They're disco. They're yes. disco. Man. I'm sorry. Hey, come on. Really, like, listen. Look that way. Oh. No, they're only disco for one album. Come on. And one song, basically. The other songs weren't really disco. I, I can't say anything. One of my first uh one of my first albums. I can't really look this way either because I can see in the camera. <laughs> that I got from my dad was Rock and Roll Over. Nice. That was a classic. That might have been. All right, dude, let's have you stand up. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So here we are today. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. Have we been on the whole time? Yeah, yeah. We We're recording. Oh, you know what, I didn't hit record on the audio. Okay. Record on the audio, the red button. It doesn't matter because I can pull the audio from the video, but I like to have both just in case. Can you hear it? Enter? Yep, that red one. Wait. Did you... Oh, yeah. Okay. It's on now. Just got to wait for that red light. We're live. Live. Yeah, yeah. We're recording. Yeah. We're recording. Yeah, we're not live. We're recording. I'll go live in a little bit. Technically, we're always being recorded somehow, right? Right. That's exactly. <laughs> but here we are. Exactly. The day is here. Should we get into some deeply controversial topics and talk about Kyle Rittenhouse today? That'd I mean, fun. why not? <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just explain we be, what we're doing. Can we be completely honest about that? Yeah, absolutely. I. Okay. I don't disagree that that was self-defense. I do disagree that the fact that that child was there and that's piss poor parenting. Right. Absolutely. Because in my opinion, and I talked to my daughter, my daughter's 14 and I told her that if she would have had a a job, anything going on in that city with what was going on at that time, I would have told her, you're not going to fucking work today because if you do end up in that shit and I have to go down there, I am going to go down there and shoot people. Right, right, exactly. So, because I think as as a parent, the self-preservation of your children is the most important thing. Yeah, far more important than your own self. 
preservation. So letting your child go someplace where there's a, a high chance that something bad could happen is piss poor parenting. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Do we I, know that they knew that he was there or didn't say come back? And he just defied I guess, them. Well, and I guess his like his dad's side of the family lives there. And, yeah, right. But I mean, I guess if I was mom, I would have been like, get your ass. You know, but it was at 17, I would have been like, yeah, mom, I'll be right there and do what I want. Absolutely. Yeah, they're right. You know, I just, I would have. Yep. And maybe not to this extreme, obviously, because of the situation. But yeah, you would never general, shoot. You would never shoot anybody. In general. You'd have been running like a little bitch. Pretty much. Yeah. Save me! Pretty much. Somebody help! Running towards the uh, whoop, anybody kicking over my microphone, anything. Oh, try not to look at anything. I'll just stare at you. If if you had one at any point, feel like you want to take a guess, you were at. And if you did see it by chance, if it's if it's the fucking Kiss Army logo, I'm gonna fucking crucify you. (laughs) Founding. Member of Kiss Army. <laughs> General Kiss. I'm the president. <laughs> Not only am I a member, I'm the president. I'm the president of the Kiss Army. <laughs> well, you're on. You found it. Great. So uh, funny when I was over at his house, his daughter, he'd mentioned that he's getting this done, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Wow, you know, she's a little girl. Dad's can crack them with candy." So I said. Uh, I, I whispered in her ear, I said, I'm thinking about Taylor Swift, but I don't know. And so she took it to the grave. She did not she did not say anything. She is not a sellout. That's no, for sure. She didn't sell out. Way to go. She is loyal. Good job. And now we're going to do Taylor Swift. Awesome. Cool. In honor of Gracie. I'd re- to be fair, I'd rather have proud member of the Swifty Army than proud member of the Kiss Army. So, Or the Swifty Army. I you just hear Rick and Morty fan. There, yeah. Schwifty. My daughter loves that. Absolutely loves Rick and Morty. And the Schwifty. The Schwifty sauce? The Schwifty. Or no. It's a wrong? dance. Well, it's supposed to be a dance. Gotcha. You Schwifty, take your pants off, you shit on the floor. It's Schwifty. It's, it's a good song. Wow. Yeah. It's a good dance. If I, how old is your daughter? She's 21. Okay, okay. I, I had one. Uh, client that was like oh my son loves that show and I'm like isn't your son like 11 <laughs> yeah I'm like have you ever watched it no I'm like maybe you <laughs> should if I want to some more of that uh potential piss poor parenting I was talking about it's hard man there's so much stuff out there there is yeah I don't remember I don't remember what age I finally let my son watch the Simpsons because they were kind of new and it was like compared to now they're nothing oh yeah and I can I can say nothing. There were there were almost zero boundaries with my parents and what I was able to watch. Like uh, aside from like if my dad caught me watching maybe porn. <laughs> my dad was a a man's man. I guess if I was watching like straight porn, he would have been fine. But if he ever would have me watching gay porn, what the hell are you doing at my house, boy? <laughs> My sister's seven years older than me, so I got put in front of, like, Nightmare on Elm Street when I was, like, eight or nine or something like that, so last time my daughter was with me, I was, like, I, I, I we saw something about Gremlins. I was, like, oh, Gremlins is a cute little fun little kids movie. Let's watch that. <laughs> Here it is. Until the Gremlin kills the science teacher, and I'm, like, oh! She's, like, all freaked out. Yeah, I don't want to watch this anymore! <laughs> my kiddo was, I think, less, maybe a little over a year. 
yeah when we watched gremlins the first time and she's like sitting you know cuddled <laughs> up with me we're watching and all of a sudden stripe like is in the water yeah yeah and then the sun comes on at the ball and he jumps out and he's all oh, and i feel something shaking and here, I'm <laughs> oh like, gosh. her eyes are just like this i'm like oh i just i just broke my child like, <laughs> oh yeah here's couch time oh. right here <sighs> nightmares for the rest of her life okay, great here we go yeah, so and you don't even know where they're from. Uh, my my daughter ended up in my bed at like nine o'clock that night. <laughs> same night. Yeah, put her to bed at seven. At like nine, she's like, "Dad, can I come sleep in your bed?" <laughs> I guess I brought this on myself. So yes. Let's quick take, take a pause and tell everyone where we are, what we're doing, who we're with. Little introductions: the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, only in my own mind, probably. <laughs> Absolutely not. There might be a lot of myths about you out there. Yeah, there should be. Yeah, there. To dig into some of that. People Pretty might good. look at you and think you're scary and mean. Maybe yeah, that, that happens. Maybe you want to keep that myth out there, though. Yeah, right. Not totally. Just where we are. Let's go. Where we are at the Silver Tuna. Best tattoo shop in town. Tattoo piercing. Oh, I don't know about the best. We do a pretty good job. Pretty damn good job. I don't want to be the best. That's, that's too stressful. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never, you know. Well, you you named it wrong, then, if you don't want to be the best, because yeah, that's true. Silver Tuna. Silver Tuna. That uh, <laughs> a lot of people ask about the name, and it it's it's from Home Alone. And there's a point in the movie when Joe Pesci. I always forget the other actor's name, and that's horrible because he's so funny. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Daniels. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're in the um, van and they're looking at all the houses, and uh, the lights are turning on with the automatic timers, and he's like, "This house will go on now, and this house will go on now," and yep. all of a sudden. The McAllister house comes on and he says, that's the one, Marvin. That's the silver tuna. Yep. And I'm such a movie nerd that it just stuck. The creme de la creme. Hey, how cool would it have been to be able to say right now that we actually drove by and stopped at the Home Alone house because we were just down there. I, I don't. We did. You were sleeping. That's all I wanted. It's, did you know it's also the same exact house in um, planes, trains, and automobiles? Oh, okay. It just doesn't have the turnaround driveway at that point, but it's the same house. Wow. Okay. Yeah, John Hughes. Another great movie. Oh, sure, sure. Big fan of the house. Big fan of the house. Well, we were a couple weeks ago, we were in Chicago on the way back. It's on the way. Let's just drive by and see the house. But somebody driving decided to buzz right by. I buzzed the tower. So anyways. You stay put. I'm going to grab a few things. You're good right there. All right. We could have said. We saw it. No. That's fine. I don't. I don't. I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care. Daniel Stern. There we go. Yes. That useless brain of yours is good for something. Bush sure. works. That was another great one. He was Remembering. Was uh, I think My favorite uh, movie of his is Breaking Away. I remember that. It was about the Indiana College bike race. Okay. Wasn't a very big one. Um, is he a bike rider? Just out of college. So, you, you know, him and his buddies are do you out like of college. There's a bunch of guys in spandex shorts. I do. Yeah. That's, that's why. Well, I'm going to have to check it out now. <laughs> Soul. Soul. <laughs> I, you should. It's, it's a great movie. <laughs> They're all kind of finding their way and they enter in uh, the little Indiana bike race because one guy's a biker a bunch of guys finding your, their way i know does this turn into broke back mountain <laughs> they, they do hang out in a quarry and daniel stearns is very good he's got his uh this quarry this quarry is ours i do remember that's like 70s yeah. right yeah. yeah 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 okay i do um, yeah, uh, dennis quaid 
One of the, uh, okay, okay, the guy that did Fred Krueger in the remake was in it as well. Yes, yes, Haley. You were with it. Um, oh, it's already pretty yeah. Figured I'd take advantage and straighten out a little bit while I can. The main guy. He's in a horror movie that just did not go anywhere. And I keep looking for it. <sighs> so do your viewers know, know, did they know that this was happening? We've talked about it a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it. That it's coming up and here's the day. What are your thoughts? What's going in your head? Your other kneecap is tattooed, isn't it? Yeah, but it's just the spider webs. So there's not a whole lot to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that I've um, definitely become a bigger puss when it comes to fucking tattoos in the past couple years. I think as you get older, they get worse. Yeah. You've always been a puss, so it's okay. Not really. Not when it comes to that. I was pretty good. Especially when I was getting so many. You just kind of, you know. but now it's like in your head. You're making worse. Oh, I, yeah, definitely in my head today. Yeah, yeah. What did you What did you think he was gonna choose for your Oh, I have no fucking idea with this fucking Yahoo. Probably a picture of him or something. Jacking off. <laughs> He's squatting. I uh, is that a tick in his hand? <laughs> oh man, that's my dick. <laughs> I, I'm not worried about it being like not like presentable but i right. but but uh i could definitely see it being something like his face or something like that I think you made good and it was all we're just sitting at uh watching uh we're at a what uh mcfleshman mcfleshman right? yeah watching nicholas watching nicholas an acoustic show we we're crossing each other on couches or whatever and we were staring into my eyes longingly and once i got lost in his eyes then i went to the uh all right, buddy. It's me, and I'm like, can I, can I buy your knee? <laughs> You're like, the rest, as they say. And we kind of we have negotiated and talked, and I'm like, well, it's not the throw, you know, a big dick on there, or, uh, unpresentable, but something I envisioned. And since it went back and forth, <laughs> oh. <laughs> We, um, it's almost done. You're almost done. Oh, fuck. How you doing, Dino? Oh, it's going to be a long day. You're almost done. Yeah, I can tell, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> oh, God. My other tattooer, Colton, I uh, <laughs> recently worked on his side of his head and neck. Oh. And oh. I think I worked on him for about three and a half hours. And I think at an hour, probably hour and a half in. Yeah, are you, how are we doing? I'm like, oh, we're almost done. Yeah. He's like, oh, really? You know? And it, so every about half hour, I'd be like, dude, we're almost done. Don't worry. Finally, like, I think we're three hours. And, he, and I'm like, we're almost done. He's like, you've been saying that for two hours. I'm like, yeah, but now I mean it. I really mean it now. It's true. It's and true. He said that got him through it. There's a dude that kept telling me that we're almost done. I would have quit. <laughs> That's way to get to things vital. For, for both of my marriages. No, wait a minute. Mine either. Huh. Huh. So we are now live. Oh boy. Oh, here we started. go. Don't uh let me dry my tears before you put me on camera. Today's the morning. We are at Silver Tuna Tattoo Parlor and piercing. Woo! Here we go. Tattoo parlor? Do they still call them parlors? I wish they did. Yeah, I, I wish I? they did. Is it not? I apologize. 
now it's all studios and fancy. I'm not fancy. I, I, I've always felt there's a difference between a, a tattooer and a tattoo artist. And I definitely feel like I'm a tattooer, not a tattoo artist. Let's show it when it's done. I, I've, you might have seen it. He doesn't know what it is yet. I don't. I haven't looked yet. And I don't know. Good? I don't know when I'm going to look. Well, at some point, maybe you have to give a guess. I mean, when the outline's done, there's really nothing that can be done about it. So at that point, I guess sure. I can look. Which is fine. I mean, I guess I could say, no, we're not doing any color, but. What? The deal. The deal is. My body, my choice. My. Not that me. <laughs> my body, my choice. This not isn't Texas. Uh, unless you're jerking off on an airplane. <laughs> Oh, man, they really they got, a problem. That. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got a problem with that. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Go to the bathroom. Don't tell me how to live my life, Jan. <laughs> oh, By the way, thank you, Southwest Airlines. I'm sweating already. I'm sweating. That's because it's hot. Pretty much just start. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> You're doing great, dude. Yeah. Woo. We're We're so encouraging to them is what we need. We've been at it for three minutes. We didn't bring our timer. I didn't think it mattered today. It probably does. It's oh right. It's on till it's on. Breathe through it. I would never do anything that I wouldn't do to myself, Dean. I don't know if that there you go. I don't know. I hmm. all right. Plus, it doesn't mean I'm giving you a handy halfway through there. There's another waiver involved for that. Can I give myself a handy halfway through it? Um, I did have a tattooer that I worked with at the mall that was giving a gentleman a tattoo on his leg when he realized that he had his hand in his uh, his underwear and uh, was oh was touched. He's like, hey. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> the glass loop at the mall, even like right in the front. Like, wow! Yeah. End of tattoo. They never caught you, did they? No, I'm pretty discreet. <laughs> Wear a long shirt. Loose <laughs> bridges. You can, yeah, you make a lot of movement before they realize what's going on. Uh, mine, you don't even have to make a lot of movement. It's so small, <laughs> you can't even tell them moving right. anything around. That <sighs> girl I worked with. That came in, she's like, Yeah, I got a tattoo last night. I was like, This is years ago. She's like, Yeah, it was on her breast. She goes, It made me so horny. I just fucked the artist right there afterwards. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Well, thanks for sharing that story. I didn't know I you guess. worked with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows how I met my. <laughs> but she's like, Yeah, you want to have her come in? Say hi to the group. Sarah, what we're doing? There, raw emotion. Nothing better than that. How are you? Good. We're introducing. Oh, all right. Come on in. <laughs> we need somebody else on camera because I won't talk anymore. Is it? Is it loud? This, this is perfect because this can actually, so Sarah is probably the, the, the heaviest tattooed, most tattooed person I know. Okay. And she has tattoos everywhere. And Sarah. Hi guys. Sarah did say that her worst tattoo 
Well, it's her niece. <laughs> that we yeah, did. Is the truth. Of all like yeah. a half two years ago? Uh, it was about a year ago, a little over a year ago, like around uh, Thanks or Halloween. Yep. I was sweating. Like, I don't sweat when I get tattooed. How long did it take you? Well, we were three hours. <gasps> yep. You want to show it? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. And, the, and uh, there we go. Oh, uh, um, yes. Yeah. There's a full saturation. Oh, kind of like the. You okay, dude? The wrap, the cigarette wraps, or no? Um. Am I left it or am I? Oh no, that was just for fun. Like nothing. It was, we. I don't. It was just some. Catch you found? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nothing in particular. Mm-hmm. It was. I was sweaty. Yep. yep. I'm. Uh. Yeah. You getting there? There might be a little. There might be a little moisture forming. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you excited? Not yet. Not in a good spot. Oh, okay. How are you doing? Ooh, I'm great. Yeah? We're almost halfway through the outlines. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you lying to me? No, no. Wow. Not a whole lot outlined to this piece. Yeah, but it's... All right. So it can't be your face. Because your face has so many... <laughs> <laughs> too much beauty in it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, yeah, it yeah. Would be done it's too beautiful to be, uh, to be done this fast. <laughs> much as I wanted. I, uh, okay, how long have you two known each other? Uh, about 25 years, probably. Okay. I was going to say, it must be quite a bit if you're allowing someone to, <laughs> to buy the area that you're getting tattooed and pick it. Well, I think that, I mean, the thing for me with it is it's just an experience and a story to tell, you know, like mm -hmm. tattoos are supposed to be stories. So yep. I'm like, I, you know, and I knew he wouldn't, I, you know, we joke, but I knew he wasn't going to put a big fucking dick on my knee or something. It's going to be something that I'm fine with. So right. it was never the case, you know, no. yeah, exactly. it wasn't a bet. So if it was a bet or something like that, that that's okay. That's a, that's an interesting, I do a lot of like tattoo giveaways. And usually yeah. when I do a tattoo giveaway, one of the stipulations is I get complete creative freedom. And you would be surprised on how many people will not enter the contest because they're afraid that I'm going to put a big dick on them somewhere. I'm like, man, like enter the contest, people. Yeah, what are the greatest? Uh... I have an entire leg that was basically all your idea. I yeah, just showed up and let you do your thing, and it's all fantastic. So. Another leg, yeah, that's a fun leg. Oh, going up higher eventually, you think? On this leg, this leg I was always saving for Gracie's artwork, and now I have a couple of pieces. So yeah, yep, I do have a couple that I want to get tattooed now. Well, I mean, with the knee is, I'm just too much of a whip. You get to a point when you like get so full in some spots that you just keep going because then it just seems weird to not have it. Oh right, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once the other leg is done, we're just going to do one black shadow that goes down to his <laughs> kneecap over all the tattoos. So it looks like it just looks like. It's a dating enhancer, I guess. Right? I personally uh, never had any intention of going from my neck up ever. Like, this was yeah. never going to be done. Oh, how bad was this? Um, The front was rough. Sorry, am I moving around? Like, this no, spot you're good. here, you're was, that was the rough one. And I think a lot of it has to do with positioning, because you're just in a real weird position. Yeah, don't you, like, lay so back? It, and... Yeah, and, like, your neck starts to hurt, and your shoulders start to hurt, so yeah. it kind of makes the rest of it hurt a little more. Yep. Um, the sides are rough, but... 
That little load on the chin, that was the rough spot. Yeah, that's what people don't think about when they get tattoos. They only think about the tattoo itself hurting, but like the position you're putting like the ribs where you got to keep your arm up over your head. You know? Yeah, sometimes it's the fact that now your shoulder and your arm hurts so bad yeah. that it makes you antsy for the other spots. Right. Sure. You know, where you're actually getting tattooed. So, yeah. so which was more painful, the knee or, or the chin? I always thought it was this. And then the knee, then you had the knee was knee? my, yeah. the knee was my, that's my caber there. Like, well, I'll let you know when we get into the coloring or the shading or whatever on this thing because the back of my knee was always the worst for me. Was it? Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. now I don't remember the back of my knee even because I didn't like the front. So, yeah. <laughs> it <was> so <laughs> it's crazy too how like, everybody has a different pain tolerance in different areas like i've had people that thought their ribs for me well for me the palm of my hand was the most horrid tattoo i ever got but before that was the ribs and then i tattoo like my cousin and he's like oh that wasn't bad at all and then i tattoo the back of his leg and he's like oh my god that was the worst thing ever i'm like what are you talking about dude so Everybody, yeah, everybody's got their spot. Everybody's different, that's for sure. I cried anywhere. Anyways, um, what was your first tattoo? <laughs> and when? I got my first tattoo. I waited until I was 18. Okay. And uh, I got a green M&M on my chest. <laughs> Make yep. you horny. Yeah, that's what that, yeah, that was in the day before the, uh, the green M&M was the girl M&M and it meant like home run or make you horny. Like, Hitting that home run. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah. So is there the old Van Halen story in there at the, at the in your dressing room? They, they had to have MMs and it was only green MMs. Or the brown ones had to be taken out or something goofy. <laughs> that um, was in and, their rider. Yes. And they're like, we just did it because we're like, let's see what we can make them do. Like, right. See how dumb they are to actually do this, but you know, they was there. I, yeah, I guarantee you when Van Halen comes in, whatever you tell them you want, they, they give you. So. And there's guys out there that are like, what was your job? Well, I picked all the run M&Ms out of the first Van Halen that come in. Right? It'd be the one fat guy. I was the M&M dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate him. Come on, I just ate him. I didn't want him to go to waste. What year was that? 18. Okay. 18. So I was, uh, that would have been 1995. And was it um, right away? Wanted another one? No, I didn't get another tattoo until, let me see here. It was probably got that one. Then I got one on my back probably about a year later. Then uh, I got one. Uh, it was a wedding gift, actually. When my first marriage, my first wife and I bought each other tattoos. Oh, nice. And uh, then I waited until my divorce, I think, to get tattooed again. And at that time, that's when I met the gentleman that actually apprenticed me. So, oh, then it's been, uh, I guess that's all history from there. That worked out there. Yeah. Awesome. What's your first tattoo, Dean? What was it? Uh, my first one was a Rottweiler. I had, I had, I had Abby back then. It was ninety-eight or ninety-nine, probably. In the back shoulder blade, correct? Back shoulder blade. At uh, it was called 
Doodles, downtown Appleton, Donnie. Donnie Doodle? Yeah, Donnie. I don't remember Donnie's last name, but Don, yeah, Donnie. Who it's I, Doodle now. Uh, well, it's whatever the other inmates call him now, I think, because I believe <laughs> oh, he's in prison. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's how I knew him, because the, the anyway, yeah, long story. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he gave me my first tattoo, and uh, yeah, he was, he was a nice guy, but Because, yeah, he's in prison for some not very intelligent things. <laughs> so. And your second, how long before you waited? Were you addicted right away or? Nope. It took a while, didn't it? Yeah. No, I waited quite a while. I don't even remember. I don't remember what my second one was, honestly. Um, I just kind of pieced them together after that. I mean, I remember getting like, I know the devil's head on my leg the, was close. I, you know, I got a Bucks logo from Donnie one one time pretty close to that um and I got the flames around my ankle because you're a flamer because I'm a flamer yeah sure perfect. sure perfect um Yay. yeah <laughs> but I didn't really get addicted until I until I met him and Bender that's when I really started to go big yeah, time yeah you definitely you definitely like built up chair hours yeah. after you uh got involved with us you know so well and and TJ at Oshkosh at Oshkosh, at Good Girls, Oshkosh, whatever, Oshkosh tattoo. Yep. Because yep. um, he did, he did this arm. So. Okay. But even that, like that was. That was a little later. Well, it's been in the past. Actually, the majority of my stuff has been done in the past seven or eight years. So. Is uh, collecting tattoos an addiction? I think it is, yes. I mean, there's, it has to be some sort of addiction because there's no reason you go through this pain over and over again just because. Yep, I completely agree. So, you know, I mean, because, yeah, folks, I don't know if anybody wants to ask this stupid question, but it hurts. Um, is, it, is it hurting right now? Not not this exact moment? No, it doesn't. No. no. It'll okay right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how when, when the machine's not on you, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> I have a uh, group of uh, friends in the industry in Minnesota that when we see each other, that's how we say hi. We don't say hi or how are you doing. We're like, does that hurt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because that's what you hear. Hey, Julian. My son just joined us. Julian can attest to that it hurts. He did. So, yeah. So, my naturally, I'm going to tell your tattoo story. Uh, <laughs> it was. He, for years and years, when he was a little kid, he's like, I want to get on my knuckles, like the playing cards. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. You know, on each knuckle. Of course, it was gay. And I'm like, okay, have, okay, okay son, you know, you're 18. No, he doesn't. He never got it. Okay. Because he's a woman. Because <laughs> he's, he's your son. Yeah. Um, I said, yeah, you know what? Whatever. When you're 18. So he didn't wait. He had his, his mom and, uh, he had an appointment set for his 18th birthday. That boy. I remember at the time I was kind of like, hey, you know, let's talk about it for a minute. You know, you're, you've been excited to forget 18. He's like, yeah, mom bought it for me for my birthday present. I'm like, all right, I'll meet you there. <laughs> Not talking out of that. Now that I want to talk about it, I just said, make sure you get what you want and give it some time. And uh, so he got. It right. takes it takes you 25 minutes to order off of me. Awesome. So <laughs> I was I was like 32 when I got my first one. 
And uh, I'll tell you in a minute. And you chose also widespread. I did. So, so he got the Red Hot Chili Pepper logo. Okay. Yeah. On his back, like the size of a plate on his back for his first tattoo. Jesus. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't fuck around when he did that. Um, and of course, he, you know, there was so much solid and thing. He was supposed to go back to get it refilled in. Correct me if I'm wrong, Julian. You've never gone back, have you? To get that re- t- uh, touched up. Um, but he's gotten some sense then on his yeah. arm and stuff. We just Irish had a flag and not Irish, yeah, Irish flag. Um, and I think another ch- chili pepper tattoo. I'm not sure. We just had a client in yesterday, the Red Hot Charlie Chippendales. Chippendales were playing on the radio. And, nice. Uh, He's like, whatever happened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I'm like, I think they ran out of uh, songs to write about California. <laughs> yeah, it's official. Um, I think they just came out. They're coming out with an album and a tour. Are they? Good for them. Because that's that's my son's favorite band. Now we all have our crosses to bear. We do. Some people's favorite band is Kiss. Oh, the best. Man. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Which I took. Julian, when are you still alive? Yeah. Oh my God, the whole, why are we doing a podcast? You're just doing the whole thing live. I don't know. You just start telling stories. I want to tell a quick Everybody's going to have already seen the whole thing. There's going to be no need to watch that. What's your, what was your first tattoo? My first tattoo was Michael Jordan. Hell yeah. All right. All right. That needs a little touch up work. Yes, it does. Well, that's probably, I think 32 when I got it. So it's 20 years old. And I was such a wuss. So I was looking around where to go. And I found this place, Diamond Tattoo, that was like outside of Madison. I thought that was um, when they advertised it was they were the cleanest tattoo shop in Wisconsin, voted how many years ago, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. So I made an appointment, came up with this. Julian was eight. He came with me, went with two other girls that we were all going to get tattoos. But it was like an hour and a half past Madison, so we timed it wrong. And by the time we got there, we I was the only one that got the got could get a tattoo with the time left. You were an hour and a half late for your tattoo, something like that. No, not quite an hour, probably an hour. Oh, okay, that's better. We didn't have maps, you know, where we could plan it out, punch it in, and it told you how long it took. I don't know. So, anyways, what would we do without the internet now? Right? And I passed out. Did you? A little bit. Okay. Did you pee? I didn't pass out long. Oh, okay. He could tell. Because we're sitting there and he's just like, that's not kind of tickles. Good. He yells to his assistant, hey, bring me five bottles of water. And I'm like, I, you know, I didn't know. It was my first. I thought he was like, he'd work and then drink and then he just drank a lot of water. So when we got it started. I literally looked away and I'm like, I'm not going to watch. And then once it started, I envisioned how bad it was. And he could just tell. So I, as I started to black out, to tell him, hold on, just dumping two bottles of water on my back of my neck, and I pop out, and he's like, yeah, I can just tell you were, you were, uh, I don't know, yeah, I think there's a name for him. Usually, yeah, pussy. <laughs> usually you can tell because the people that are going to possibly have a pass out experience are the ones that are super, super quiet. Like, you can tell that they're just processing mm-hmm. everything internally. They're not letting anything. Man, you just got to let that shit out. Right. right. Well, that's what I did. Because I was, in my head, 
envisioning flesh getting ripped. Hey, 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 hey. And just hey. blood oh flying everywhere. <laughs> We're not ripping any flesh. What the yet. fuck? And then afterwards, I watched the whole thing and I was fine. And it just, you know, but yeah, I blacked out for a And the other times, uh, kind of drunk stories with you. Yeah, those are coming all the time. Yeah, I've never, uh, never passed out from getting tattooed or any of my very weird body modification experiences. But a couple experiences with Jack Daniels. That yeah, right. I don't, uh, I don't recall the entire evening. So, all right, we're gonna post this. And wait for the, the episode. We'll go back live again. Well, Dean, you already know, but we are shady. We we're, we're trucking through it pretty bad. You're doing good. Share. Right? Yeah. 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 You don't want to just delete it. There's a problem. Please try again later. What? Probably because go out, go outside and try it. That might be. <laughs> that actually could be. Or leave me alone for five minutes. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, How's it going, Dino? It's good. It's good. There's some spots that definitely are tender, though. Does it feel like more when you get into here, here, or here? It's really right up in here. Yeah. Up on the top part. Yep. Yeah. Sarah said the, the sides are what really ripped her, which we're not into the sides too much, I think. So. But like I said, man, everybody's different. Yeah. And of course, you know, the first the first little bit of outline always hurts the worst because oh, you're yeah. just not prepared for it. And as soon as you get into it, you get back in the groove. It's like, all right, I'm good to go for a little while now. Those first five to ten minutes of a tattoo, you're like, why? Yeah. Why yeah. do I do this? Yeah. And you get, all right. Now I remember why. Yeah, now, now I'm pretty good. There's a few spots that hit, but. Toys for Tots this year. Yeah, I brought yeah. in a box. I saw that. Thank you, sir. You bet. Yeah, we're going to run a little promotion with you guys. Okay. I'm going to uh, figure out a way to. I brought in a hundred bucks worth. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna split it into two fifties and figure out a way to give them away. Oh, nice! Right on. So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, we're getting close to that goal. What What's the goal? A thousand toys this year. Holy shit! Last year we did eight hundred and eleven. So this year we wanted to do a thousand. And my goal for um our anniversary party when we did the uh, toy raffle and everything. Yeah. The art raffle. Yep. I figured if we could get close to $5,000, we would get close to a thousand toys. Yep. And we ended up with that event with um, Emily coming in from Hidden Gem Barber Studio. Yep. To do haircuts um, and just people just, we got the Toys for Tots box up front. We just had people just throwing some cash in there as well. Oh, cool. We hit over $5,500. Wow. Four toys and all that, everything goes to toys. That's awesome. And then I hit uh, Menards for our first run. Yeah. And they were having 11% rebate. So we got oh. another $240 back and we got it already. So we'd be going back to Menards this week and our weekend and getting some more toys. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I saw you guys at I, somewhere in Oshkosh. The pictures from the other night. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. out shopping. That's got to be so much fun just going shopping with that much cash for toys. 
it, man, yeah. It's and it's not just that. It's like you you see the usually the tellers at first they're like, oh, like because we had seven carts oh, full of toys. Oh, wow. And you come up and they're like, oh man. And then we're I'm going like, up break. Just so you know, like this is for toys for tots, and then it, it all changes. Yeah. And they were very accommodating. They're awesome. Helping us out. Um, the people that were there, um, also, they're oh man, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I said. I mean, it's a it's a no brainer, especially. I mean, it's really no money out of my pocket. I bring the toys here. You give me. I mean, what you know? Like, I feel like I'm doing something good, and then I'm like, I'm really kind of not. I'm giving myself <laughs> a tattoo. But like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna figure out a way to give them away this year. So yeah, we'll figure awesome. it out. If they may end up staying with me because we've tried to give away shit before on this podcast and nobody ever does what we ask them to do to get the shit. So, so, so if nobody, yeah, nobody no, does it. You. We love you. <laughs> nobody does it. I'll get tattooed again. Okay. Do, do podcasts work? I, I don't know the podcast situation, but can they like share and. Well, they can, yeah, because we post all over Instagram and all over Facebook. And so, yeah, we, we can do. do one of those, like you do with the share and like thing. That, man, I'm going to yeah. tell you, one one of the, I think, only reasons that I may have, like, a name in the city is because of that. Yeah, it's a big help. But... Because I always did that when I gave away either a half day or a full day for free, you had to like the page uh tag five friends and then say something stupid like, right yeah is my best friend or some shit like that whatever um but it just it 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 gets it out there like yeah the, done that in a while i should do that again the power of social media man work, yeah. maybe hey, maybe i'll do that for our gift certificate sale for black friday there you go maybe everybody that comes in will put their name in a hat and someone's there you go are you doing what are you doing for Black Friday? Or don't you want to announce it? <laughs> Although we're not live. This this probably won't come out until it'll be a bit. A yeah, weeks. a couple weeks anyway. Okay. okay. We can postpone it. Okay. That you don't have to. We're we're doing okay. So last year from six AM until eight AM, we did dollar for dollar gift certificates. Okay. And it went we did it went over really well. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. well. And uh, we're doing that again, but we're doing it from 5 a.m. till 8 a.m. Okay. So we're adding an hour. And then from 8 a.m. until noon, we're going to do 50 cents on the dollar. And then from noon until we close, because we're probably going to close a little early that day. Yeah. Um, we're going to do 25 cents on the dollar. Okay. So kind of a doorbuster. Yeah. Uh, the sooner yeah, you yeah. get here, the better. Um, first five people in the door are going to get a... Uh, a free silver tuna Christmas ornament. Nice. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to put anybody that comes in that day and uh, buys a gift certificate will put their name in for a full day session with me, which I will make sure to get done before the end of the year. Nice. And I'm booked out until April right now. So Jesus Christ. It'll be on a day off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There you go. So fucking April. I don't plan that far ahead. No, don't give us time. I didn't know I had to until yeah, yeah, right? I started. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? It's overwhelming. It, it gets overwhelming for sure. You mean I can't just take tomorrow off? How you doing? Oh, I am a bundle of joy. You look 
hanging in there. Yeah. Better than you would be doing. No tears yet. No water, but not tears. I think they're tears of joy. He was actually saying some really, really gay stuff about you when you were gone. So it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> I expect no less. I like it. <laughs> That's a good spot I can just see. Nice. So yeah, I've uh planted my next tattoo, which now it tells me I got I got some time. You got time, yeah. You got time. Just get out of the books. Right. Because if you wait, they'll go more further and further. No, especially once Black Friday hits. Because the only thing we're changing this year is we're making it so that you have to use your gift certificates from Black Friday. They have a year expiration date. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. just so they're not floating out there. They just sit around. Yeah. Do you um oh I'll, I'll, I'll look at tonight? Are we out? Look at as we go. It's cold coffee now. Um, so that's what I'm gonna get. What I what I showed you when I was here. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, 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 right. I'm on. gonna get that and get the name of an artist that I could have the. Are you still assuming I'm gonna be gay and get it with you? Cool. I guess it depends on how big of a Lord of the Rings fan you are. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite, <laughs> especially the second one. Is the I don't know. Um, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna book it. I gotta put it. We're obviously, I, I presented, I'm like, hey, we should, I'm gonna get this. We should get matching because we're, we're a gay couple. And we should get a matching in the same spot, but then that limits me. That's Dude, you can do your neck. Discourage me a little bit about there because I'm like, if I put that on your knee today, then I would have to get up my knee and I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> oh, no, no. No need for me. Why not? So I, I mean, I showed him the the characters, and then to get uh, some drawing our faces on the bodies. Ooh. I just really like rage. Heck yeah! You know, I really didn't realize I I I like rage against the machine. I do too. And I did not realize what this guy looked like. You can't be that mad when you. <laughs> <laughs> when you wear khaki shorts to a show, man. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm all like, fuck you, I'll do what I want. And then I see him, and I'm like, wait. No, man. you will not. Come on. Did you happen to see the, the video? I don't What band was that? What band is that one? Um, Brass Against? The one, the, the, she's a female singer for some band. I think it's Brass Against. And some guy, she... Dragged some fan on stage, or he wanted to come on stage, or whatever. She dropped her pants and pissed all over his face. I heard about that, I, and it was a lot of. It piss. wasn't a trickle. It was a gush, and he didn't flinch. Yeah, and then he picked it up and threw it on the crowd, like the puddle I, of it. Oh man! And then she's like, "Security, come get this motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah, because that's where it got out of control. <laughs> come get this motherfucker today! Yeah, it's... I had no idea he'd take my urine and throw it at people. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. God, that was meant for him. Don't you know there's COVID? You're not supposed to give gifts to other people. That's regifting. That's not fair. <laughs> that's gifting. Huh. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, I'm, this... I'm looking now. Okay. Are we? Yeah. Are you have you have a guess? You haven't looked yet. I, I know. I haven't. I'm gonna wait now. Okay, let's do this. Wow. Let's ask. How about you ask yes and no questions? <laughs> and oh, we'll see if you can get there. That's cool. Oh, oh, okay. oh. All right. Let's see. Am I gonna like it? 
Um, I don't think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. All I right. would say yes. All right. Is it? Uh, uh, is it something to do with entertainment? Yes. Yes. Music. Yes. And I'm gonna like it, so it's definitely not Kiss. Is it something to do with Dave Matthews? Ooh. No, no that would have been a good one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, that to me was too, and that's not what popped in my head that day. I was looking. I went back to my original. You, you, he, okay, he actually came in with two ideas, and I actually picked the one that would work better for the placement. Sure, sure. Yeah. Is it something we talked about? Because we talked a little bit about a few things. I don't remember. I, I couldn't remember if, if by me saying I'm going back to my original, um, would give it away or not. Is it the bullseye? It the, is. the who? The yes. who bullseye? It is. Oh, that didn't take long. Good job. Yeah, that makes sense because, I mean, that's a perfect thing for a knee, right? That's what I thought, yes. So, and when it was in my head, the minute I looked over, I'm like, because I'm like, I'd like to get my, that up. And I'm like, fuck no. But I need the arrow into a dick. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a big black triumphant one, too. It's big. <laughs> Peter Townsend would be impressed, for sure. Even he would be impressed. Like, man, that's a big black dick. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> I'm like, I always wanted that, but I'm going, that's just too much for me and on a knee. Yeah, there's no way I would do that. So, hey, Dean, can I buy your knee? Because that's, and then, and then I had other ideas and, and I narrowed it down. And then when I talked to Mercy, I, it was just, yeah, that's, that was my, that was my whole original this was the original idea. This was, this was yeah, the, that yeah. was a whole thing for me asking about it. Was to put the bullseye on kneecap. And the who? They're the band that sings uh, "Can't Get No Satisfaction." Right? <laughs> yes. Set them. Yeah. The greatest rock band ever. Kiss. God damn it! Get your shit straight. So. The who? There we go. Happy. Happy now, Jack? He's like, not right now. Happy to have this shit over with. <laughs> Give me an hour, I'll probably be happy. I'm gonna go uh, if I ever I'm gonna like if I ever am out with shorts on and I run into somebody who's a giant who fan and they're gonna start talking to me and I'm gonna be like, I'm really I, I mean they're they're fine. <laughs> I just I'm more of a Led Zeppelin dude. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Then why would you? Then, so, then the story right, starts. Right. I'll be like, I'm going to go play some Who on the jukebox and I'll play like something like that. <laughs> come back and start talking to him. How do you love this Who song? Like, yeah. Uh, what? I will say this, and I like it even, I like it better, but my vision wasn't that big. But when he showed me it, it and the way he put it on there, I liked it even better. Tattoo artists are the tattoo artists are like women. I leave them the app. I, bigger is better. <laughs> well, no, see, because you guys might enjoy this conversation. We started a conversation yesterday about that. Um, any politician running for office should have to do it topless, and they're mm. like, oh, you know, like that. We started talking, like getting in depth, like because. You're not going to vote for Pelosi ever again because those wrinkly ass nasty <laughs> fucking titties. You're gonna be like, she's definitely too old. Yeah. Which yep. you should have known years ago without having to look at her boobs. Right. Sure. But then they're like, oh yeah, well, you're always gonna fucking vote for like big fake boobs. I'm like, no, no, I wouldn't at all. Because obviously 
that individual is going to have back issues and they're not going to be able to focus on the problems <laughs> of people as much. And they have some vanity issues, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think from now on, all politicians should have to, uh, you know, go topless during their campaigns. What about bottomless? And so, men go bottomless? Because uh, I would just vote for all the black guys with big, huge hogs. Yeah. Like, those guys are confident as fuck. They aren't going to let some other country rugged. <laughs> yeah, but okay, but they're used to it. You got to find that one white guy with a big, huge dick that, white guy or that actually uh, appreciates because he knows that's not always the case. Right? Is this know? your ploy to get me to run? All right, all right, guys, it worked. I'll it, run. It worked. I'll run. You. Uh, we got Deuce Bigelow over I here. Would, I would lose right away. I would lose. Or wait, no, it wasn't Deuce. Who was it? It was. Uh, Marky Mark in the... Oh, Dirk Diggler? Oh, Dirk Diggler. Diggler. There we go. We all have a little Dirk Diggler in us. We wish we had. I mean, I got a little Dirk Diggler. Yeah. A little one. A little one. Not, you know, anything with it, it's fierce. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It does the job. Yeah. It does a fucking job. Well, God gave me it's all I can do. That's all I can do, ladies. It scares you off. Uh, I do suggest if, like anybody out there that uh, wants to get a little more attention with their little soldier, get that fucking thing pierced. People want to see that. I, Let's do it. Gonna ask any any. Have you tattooed anybody's dick? I I have not. I I pierced. I I started out the industry as a piercer. Okay. So I have definitely done my fair share of genital piercing. And I have to say 70, probably 70% of males that get their, their genitals pierced start with, I'm sorry, it's small, man. <laughs> I always came through with right after being like, that's cool, man. I don't charge by the pound. <laughs> Let's get this done. It does not have to be hard. That's, oh. that's always the first question. Does it have to be erect? Nope. Nope. You don't want it erect because you wouldn't, I wouldn't think. No. And, uh, y'all, I don't know how you couldn't. Well, I it's a vascular organ. You don't want more blood pump that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's people that probably through. do. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking at my worst, that thing is going to crawl back in me, scared when you come towards it with a piercing gun. Right? Oh, no. No gun. It's, oh. it's a, it's a tri bevel cut needle. Oh. Okay. Big old boy, man. Like for Prince Albert, I used to pull out a 10-gauge needle. And uh, that's nothing compared to the receiving tube that you slide in the, the urethra to catch the needle. That's the, yeah, that's the part. That's the one. That's the one that gets everybody going. So This is family hour. Yeah, here we go. This I've is, never had a catheter, so I've never had to... That's exactly what it's... It's like starting a catheter. Yeah. Catheter is worse because you go in oh. and then you got to fish around oh. the corner, you know? Well, I just... Well, that's sort of one of the most painful things I ever had was a... It wasn't a normal Q-tip, but a tiny Q-tip. Shoved in. Shoved in just to, oh. when I got tested years ago. Yep. That was some of the worst shooting pain ever. Last weekend. Yeah, I do it every weekend. I was on tippy toes. I think I actually was above the ground. For, for a little while when i got my prince albert pierced i can act like the toughest guy in the world but i had a, a beanie on and that thing was over the top of my eyes <laughs> and the bench was right against the wall and my knee was like hitting the wall like back finally uh the guy that was doing it was like hey man you just gotta <laughs> calm down this isn't gonna be that bad and all of a sudden that receiving tube went in and i was like holy fuck 
And then it was like, all right, man, a little pinch. And it was a pinch. And that was it. It wasn't bad. Oh. Stretching it on the other hand, that was uh, <laughs> that was a little worse. I had mine stretched to uh, a two gauge. So a little bit smaller than a big pet. I think this is the key to uh, getting tattooed. Just tell stories about shit that obviously hurts a lot worse. <laughs> and we're going back to the tattoo. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm not feeling a goddamn thing on the tattoo. Yeah. Right on my dick. There you go. Fuck! So if that works, I can your sack every so often when you can take your mind off it. You can't feel pain in two places at the same exact time. Is that see? true? That's what they say. I don't know how true that is, but that's what they say. Should we find out? Should we do some testing? No, only because if you flick my sack, I'm going to jump and that's going to fuck up the tattoo. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying tattoo. to be supportive. Sedation tattoo. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, how come that's not a thing yet? Too expensive. I feel like before this is all said and done, I, I think the tattoo industry is going to take a, a huge leap and they're going to start at some point realizing that uh, tattooing or getting tattooed helps with mental health. Yeah. It's it, uh, so many people call this therapy. Right. And yeah, before. they, they yeah. feel better once they get tattooed, they feel more confident after they're tattooed. It's definitely, it boosts self-esteem, boosts, yeah, which helps with, with anxiety and all of that. So uh, and, and I always go to chiropractic, like when, when people are going to chiropractor, all oh, chiropractic will never be covered under insurance. It's voodoo. It's not real medicine. This and that. Um, I feel like tattooing eventually will be considered a therapy and it'll be covered in, under insurance. And then once it's covered under insurance, then they'll be able to do sedation because they'll be able to charge for it. Oh, sure. Hmm. Which isn't like, you can't be sedated with a tattoo. Yeah, that that's, that's half of the therapy sessions, you know, the pain. It is. The only problem is, and I, I'm going to speak to all our tattooers friends that are listening. Fucking as a tattooer, tattooers, talk to your client a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just sitting fucking don't talk. Oh, God, right? <laughs> oh, you realize oh, at that point, all good client is doing is thinking about how badly it hurts. <sighs> <laughs> I when uh, when Cooter came on as my apprentice, I told him, uh, "All you have to do to get a clientele is give the best tattoo that you can give for the point you are at in your career." Because yeah. we're constantly evolving. We're yeah, constantly, yeah. You should be at least. You should. You should be trying to get better every day. Um, so, best tattoo you can you can give for where you are at the point of your career and a, a good experience, man. Right. Good, Good experience in the chair will get people to, you know, especially during the apprenticeship part of things. Right. If you give them a good uh, experience in the chair, they'll defend your tattoo if, you know, you're learning and Absolutely. maybe your lines weren't that great. But you know what? That man, he's learning. He, and because you got treated properly in the chair. Yep. 100%. There's, uh, there's more to this than just good clean tattoos you got to make sure you're giving your client a good experience or man there's i think 36 tattoo shops in the area right now that wow. they could go to instead holy fuck yep oh yeah 
it, it's amazing how much it's exploded, you know, if you attest to it. I mean, yeah, wow. Thanks. One here, one there, back when I got my first one. Well, and something happened with, uh, with COVID for this industry is all of a sudden everybody got uh, all this free money. Yeah. And they wanted, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they had money for tattoo. Yeah. In the tattoo industry, it exploded. Yeah. And um, a lot of shops brought on apprentices because of all the people that were coming in the door. Um, I, we brought on an apprentice as well. I mean, it, it was a, a family member and he had already, already been tattooing. Yep. So it wasn't like we were seeking it for business. It happened. But um, I don't think what a lot of tattoo shops realize is that eventually the world is going to go back to normal and now you have all of these tattooers that know how to tattoo but people are going to be going back to not being able to spend as much money on tattoos and it's it's going to do something for the clients it's, it's an oversaturation of the market i mean is is good for 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 clients in a way because tattoos you're going to be able to get a cheap tattoo but just make sure you're really doing your research. Yeah, it's harder to suss out a good artist at that point. You know, you just, I don't know. That's why I just stick with tried and true and go back to the two guys who take care of me every time. And I will never, ever say that I'm the best tattooer, man, even on the block. Like, I, I, I do what I can. Um, I try to put out the best product I can every day. Are there better tattooers out there? There definitely are, man. And there's a lot of good talent in this area right now. So do your research. Make yeah. sure you're make sure you're getting the product that you expect for the money that you're spending. I guess that's all you can say about that. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's other some have specialties, don't they? Yeah. As oh, yeah. far as and I'm, I'm speaking from not a whole lot of experience, but um, yeah, the style we, or stuff, you know, like uh, we don't do any realism. Well, we don't do any realism right now because our realism artist Josiah, um, he owns a sailboat and he's taking the trip of a lifetime. He's he's making a great loop. So basically, oh. he's taking the Mississippi all the way down to New Orleans. He's going to spend the winter season down in New Orleans and Florida, come back up the Atlantic and through the Great Lakes and come okay. back. Like he's wanted to do it forever. Um, so we aren't doing realism right now, but when people come to us, we send them to like a, sh- a shop that we would feel comfortable getting realism done. And that's, I mean, that's amazing because I don't think all tattooers and tattoo shops are going to do that. I think some of your tattoo shops are going to be like, yeah, we can do that. That's we'll do it. But yeah, no, I, I agree. That's, yeah. that's the way to do it. You know, I see what you want. A plumber's so and a plumber. can do it a lot better than me. Yeah, a plumber or, is a plumber, man. That doesn't mean that they can't hang drywall. They can hang drywall, but there's definitely drywallers out there that do it professionally that are right. going to do it better than a plumber. Right. I know that, and I would rather you be happy with my plumbing work than not happy with my drywall work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Is that a sexual metaphor? That maybe. <laughs> I have a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, plumbing. I'm more of a drywall. <laughs> really I didn't even I didn't think about it like that. Man, very elegant. All right. I'm running for president. I'll take my shirt off in a minute. Perfect. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's I mean that's that's the way it should be. Take care it, of your really clients, should. they take care of you. And I think especially we were only uh open for 
six months before the before the shutdown yeah yeah and then we were shut down for three almost three months and i mean if i would have known that that was going to happen before making the decision to open up silver tuna i wouldn't have opened the shop knowing that oh you're gonna be open for six months right. and then shut down for three good luck but man our clients came through and took care of us like they bought gift certificates. They bought artwork. They bought moonshine that I, like, <laughs> you know, I like whatever. Like, um, we had a lot of people that really, really helped take care of us. And man, we can never thank those people enough. So you take care of your people, and they'll take care of you. Well, it's just proof right there. There is good in the world, and don't let the uh, naysayers and the jackasses that continue to divide us all. There's a lot of good people out there. You know. You gotta be the change you want to see in the world, man. Yeah. That's talking deep with Mercy right now. So we're gonna get into some deep subjects. <laughs> you I start, don't know what it is. You want to start talking about my butthole? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> do you have any ass tattoos? I do not. Okay. I do not have any ass tattoos. Um yeah. Uh Sarah does. A big one. Yeah. yeah she just got that. Her whole one side done. Yeah. Well, okay. And actually, tomorrow, what's today? Today, Saturday, Monday, we will be doing the outlines of the other side. Uh, Sarah's. She makes me feel like such a puss. <laughs> she, we dumbed up her butt. Well, that's fine. Like, Still. She didn't feel anything. Oh, really? Yeah. She, she found this new cream. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, she put it on about two hours before. And she did. She said she couldn't she, feel anything. She found it for his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just a dick cream I use. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. That's a good idea. Um, it, it worked out great. But Sarah's like butt cheeks will be completely tattooed yeah. all the way down in. <laughs> Only because we have Sanaderm. I would have never thought yeah. to do that before Sanaderm. But yeah. the backgrounds of those tattoos. Two tattoos will actually come together. Like, wow. Yeah. It's, okay. I'm pretty excited about it. I've thought about her ass a lot. So, <laughs> um, I've been planning this tattoo for a long, long time. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to start it until I was absolutely ready. And we're doing a full color peony on one cheek, and it's the whole cheek. Yeah. And then on the other side, it'll be a spider mom. And what we're doing is the, the main color of the peony will be the background color of the spider mom. And sure. the main color of the spider mom will be the background of the peony and okay. they come together in the center. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Then you see it come alive, be able to actually do it. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we started that one. Um, probably not that long ago, a month and a half, two months ago. Uh -huh. You get in quicker when you are in relations with the tattoo artist. <laughs> what do I need to do? <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, I, I can pause that if you guys want to. <laughs> really, I'm okay. Well, the good news is you're paying today. I don't have to work on any deal. <laughs> That was the deal. <sighs> Are you doing? Do you want to take a stretch break now that you know what it is? You betcha. Okay. That would be is fantastic. The... We got the words all the done. The words done. Yeah. Nice. 
damn thing's locking up. I don't know if we're going to lose it or not. Who cares? Yeah. It's all right there. It is. Anything you caught live is right there. It is. But I don't know. I don't know if it's too big, <laughs> too long. That's what she said about all of those things. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. More colors. I think they say well, nothing to it but to do it, right? Right. <laughs> Somebody says that about something. All right. What did they know? Oh, can we say that anymore? Can we say you can't like, say anything anymore? They, you know what they say because now that's that's a thing. Yeah, no, yeah, now we're now we're talking about days. Yeah, no, I you can't say anything anymore. That's what we should do. Let's let's do a PC podcast. Okay, this is my idea. We do a PC podcast where we just turn the camera on and we sit silently for an hour. So you don't offend anybody. <laughs> no, we turn it off. <laughs> You'll offend, you'll offend the blind. <laughs> we tried. God damn it. We tried. I'm offended. I don't know what's going on. We could just every once in a while be like, we're still sitting here quietly. I, okay, I was, you know me, I get very, I'm a pretty emotional guy, you know, and all yeah. this stuff going on in the world, I, I get a little turned up sometimes. And I wanted to do I hate my life. A post much as <laughs> have you seen the 25th hour? 25th hour. Um Edward Norton. With Edward it's, Norton. A, it's a Spike Lee movie. I don't think I have. Oh. There is a uh, a scene in that movie where Edward Norton sits in front of a mirror and he basically tells the world to fuck off. Like fuck you for you know, believing in this, but yeah. then fuck you for not believing in this. And like, I very much want to be like, like just something like that. But I can't because I own a business. <laughs> <laughs> I piss off people. I, I feel like I'm one of the tattoo shops, though, that like I'm not afraid to voice my opinion. And I think that's where tattoo shops were. That's what tattoo shops used to be. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. You didn't fucking, it didn't matter what the world thought. You're going to be who the hell you were. And if you didn't like it, don't come in the fucking door, man. Everyone should be that way. Oh, I think the world would be better for that. I, I, I do too. I agree. Sure, that's one of those things that like people say that they want to hear until they hear it. The truth. And then they're offended or mad or whatever. Like, well, I just took a turn when it, it doesn't matter. You know, what I thought, what you thought, it doesn't matter. We don't like each other, then we walk away. But now you, people are hurting each other until oh. they agree with them. And I, I, I don't know where that term hate, came. Hate is there's so much hate in the world right now. It's scary. Yeah. I hate you right now. <laughs> I, I'm pretty much used to that. But... Uh, I'm enjoying this. Fucker. I'm enjoying this a lot. He is enjoying this a lot. <laughs> And every once in a while, I'll be able to, hey, can I see my tattoo, please? I'd like to spend a little time with my tattoo. <laughs> you do know that. <laughs> Hold on. And this is, this is why. You do know that the only way you're ever going to see this tattoo, unless I'm in shorts. If I'm in pants, in order for you to see this tattoo, my pants are going down, not up. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not the first time. Have you ever seen how Polak pulls her socks up? No. Believe me. A friend of mine showed you that got kicked out of a Dave Matthews show for doing that. 
at Wrigley Field. <laughs> Dropped his pants to pull his socks up. You pull your pants all the way down, you grab hold of your socks, you pull them up, and then you pull your pants back up. <laughs> yep. Like, what? That's a thing? That's, well, you know, when when there used to be such a thing as Polak jokes, I don't think you can tell those anymore. <laughs> No, that's a that's a as long as they're white, you can make fun of them. That's well, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can I'm say Polish. I'm Polish. I'm Polish, so can I tell a Polish joke? Yes. Uh, I can think, I not? I think that's where I think that's where comedy is going to end up. You can only tell jokes about your about your, your ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Like, you know, whether it's your tattooed, now you can tell jokes about being heavily tattooed or you're fat, so you can tell fat jokes. Like so I can tell I can tell more. Fat jokes? You can't tell heavily tattooed jokes. You I can, can, you can no, tell that I can't. because I can't get tattooed jokes. Those. Yeah. So I'm Polish and Irish, so I'm a stupid jerk. Potato I'm a, farmer. I'm a cracker ass motherfucker. So. <laughs> All right. Ow. Come on now. Ow. Has uh does that hurt at all? No, I'm good. I haven't I haven't felt anything all morning. But thanks for asking. It made my butt a little sore sitting, but you know what? I'll do it for you. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll sit through it. I'm doing this for you. You're the best. Yeah. Has anybody watched the uh the Dave Chappelle oh, yeah. special? Oh yeah. I man, I'm telling you that I think he's a genius. I do too. Yeah. I do too. The last and the one before it too was yep. This is good. I, I actually I like, thought like that better. one was if if he was gonna get canceled i would have thought that one would have done it you know not the one that it just had they tried oh yeah no, you just can't like, even like Aaron Rodgers, you just say fuck you and you do it well that's the thing you, you can't canceled. yeah you, you can't get canceled if you don't care right yeah right and that's so the third whining and chappelle's got fuck you money so he can't oh. get canceled i mean what are you gonna do to him man but have you ever he actually and it's because what he did to Comedy Central or, you know, what he what he finally said to Comedy Central, but I would have thought that Dave Chappelle was actually uh, worth a lot more money than what he is. He's yeah. actually, like, as far as, like, comedians go, he's, like, 34th on the list. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But that's because he, he doesn't care. He doesn't right. let his money. All of it. Right. And he had to give a lot back when he left the show. Oh, yeah. It was, like, $50 million. So he had to, yeah. You gotta give that back. Um, just because you, you're not giving us what I want. You kind of give it like Ricky Williams when he retired. Well, then right away, you know, media, they, oh, he's on drugs. He's this, he's that. Why? Because he doesn't want someone to tell him what he can do and what he can't do. Shit, that's why I opened up my own business. Right? I wanted to do things my way. Like, Greatest decision you ever made? Greatest decision I ever made. Like I, I was just talking to my daughter about this on the way to school the other day. I'm like, you make decisions in your life, and you think that you know, oh, I'm I'm gonna go from this job to another job because I'm not happy, and it must be the job. Or you jump from this relationship to this relationship because oh, I'm not happy because of the relationship. And really, when it breaks down, it's you just you're searching to be happy. And for me, jumping from, I, I worked in uh, the construction industry and, uh, uh, you know, I just, I was never felt like I was happy. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to be a tattooer and that's going to make me happy. Well, then I was working for other people and I, I, I still, like, I, I, I was happier, but I still wasn't happy. 
And then I realized that I just don't like people telling me what the fuck to do. So there's so much color in this thing. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm offended. You yeah, you can't say that. It is about being finding what makes you happy and then just going with it. Yeah. This doesn't make me happy. Nobody else is going to make you happy. I'm making Dean happy right oh, now. Oh, fuck. I, I think he will be happy in the long term. I know. You can walk away from this and you have your kneecap tattoo. For the greatest rock band ever. Like, if you're in a bar and somebody's giving you shit, you just drop your pants and show your knee. And And then they punch me in the face. I go, wow, that hurt worse. And then you'll fall over because your pants are down in your strap. I got to ask a question. Was the tattoo sitting down there the whole time? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it was. I just figured you wouldn't look there. I never noticed. Yeah, I really thought I'm like he had just seen it at some point. So I figured maybe you moved it there now after I. Nope. Yeah, gander at it. Nothing worse than not having your reference next to you and then coloring it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the red was supposed to be there. <sighs> wow, this tattoo's free. I <laughs> did. Be one an original, one of a kind, much like Dean, a man amongst men, a gentleman and a scholar. He's not tipping you; it's me. <laughs> you gotta be. You gotta. Dude, you got a nice dick too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I needed. There you that's go. All I needed. Hey, you're good there. That's, all, that's it. I've been a businessman a long time. <laughs> compliment a man ever needs right it's a nice dick you yeah, got nice dick. which means i can't say it's a big dick so i'll say it's nice right i would i would say your dick is neat there's a neat dick would that be my next tattoo you're gonna get a, you can do some shadowing so it looks like it's longer i mean i need help i need help some just get the word neat <laughs> want to see my neat dick well i thought i could put a dollar bill on it yeah, that's an old joke. Yeah. Wait, you want to finish it? Yes, please. Why would you get a dollar bill on your dick? So I could play with my money. Oh, I thought you were so you could watch your money grow. I watch my that was the second part of the joke. A, you put a hundred dollar bill on it, and you ask the girl if she wants to blow a hundred bucks. There you go. I got a feeling if I did it, Dean would fall for it every time. If you could get Let's okay. Let's say you're a, a blank slate. You have no tattoos, and pain nor money was a factor. What would your next tattoo, or what would your first tattoo be? Oh shit! Right? Fuck. No, the the pain of the tattoo. The pain is sitting. Nothing that does not yeah, matter. It's, yeah, it's a uh, pain free and and money free. And money free. Fuck. Oh man, I don't. I oh, I can't think right now. This is like, oh, this is like the Hot Ones episode again. I can't think anymore. Oh, did you guys do that? We did. We did. Oh, <laughs> fuck, you guys are beasts. Oh, Sarah I, did the one chip challenge. Yeah, you told me that. Oh, the ghost pepper chip. Yeah, we have one here. You want one? Because <laughs> I ain't that fucking thing. <laughs> I think that sounds fair. <laughs> I mean, Wait a minute. You eat that while I finish this. 
Ghost Pepper Chip, please. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got one. We got two, actually. I need one. Nope, not for me. Do yeah. they hurt as bad as a kneecap tattoo? Really? I Sarah looked at me because she did it. It was a Saturday, and she did it an hour before she had an appointment coming in. Ooh. And it was now she had eaten it, so it's about fifteen minutes before the appointment. And she's sitting in the chair at the at the front desk, and she looks at me and she's like, "I fucked up." <laughs> I fucked up so bad, and I and I looked deep into her eyes, and I thought, "I'm not fucking doing this." <laughs> I'm not even. Like, no, no fucking way. Uh, did you just pop the whole chip in your mouth? Yes, she did. Yeah. She did like a beast, man. So it's not. They're big. They're it's the size big. of a Dorito. Okay, so it's not. Oh, I thought they were bigger. That's fantastic. Oh, fuck. And then it must have been just pleasant the next day. Oh, no. That, that's what actually, that was the, my digestive system is bullshit already. And I watched her the next day and I'm like, there's no way. Like, I can't, I will die. Like, the next day after the hot ones, it hurt. It burned. It hurt bad. I cried. So I, I, cried. I got COVID. Yeah, and one of the things that, and that's what where the chip challenge came from, because I got fucking wise on one of our live videos, and said that I would do the chip challenge for somebody. So one of my clients brought four of them, one for me, one for him, one for Sarah, one for Cooter, and him and Sarah were the only ones that did it. <laughs> so I felt really bad, and I ended up giving them three hundred nine millimeter rounds. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm not doing that. Here's some ammo. <laughs> But um, the <laughs> reason that I said it is because one day Sarah and Kelly came home from the grocery store, and this was a couple months after I had COVID, and uh, my smell and taste were super messed up, and they had uh, mango habanero salsa, and I am a wuss when it comes to hot stuff, so I'm like, oh my, that sounds horrible, you know, and they're, they're dipping the chips straight down and out and eating it and they're like oh my god this is so hot and i'm like all right i gotta try it so first i dip straight down and out and i i eat it and i'm like this isn't bad at all and then like minutes later i'm taking scoopfuls of this on chips just this is good like it tastes like it was almost sweet and they're like you're a mutant now but i could eat super hot food and i it i didn't taste it like the hot so you should do the chip no because now i can now i can it's all back yeah it's back I've heard it. You should probably COVID people should probably use that chip to bring it all back. That's what I, yeah, I thought people said there's an old thing to bring your back. You got to shock it back. Or... I'm, just, I'm afraid what that shock would do to my butthole. So yeah, well, I'm say no. Eh, just think. Well, yeah. That's after we one. after we did the the hot ones episode, myself and Leo went to we went to Eau Claire yes the next day, and we went to a brewery and I took a cry shit in their bathroom. I was in so much pain. It never dawned on me that coming out would be every bit as hot as going, going in. in. Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't know why that never dawned on me. And, and it made me so happy when he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to go away the next day. And I'm like, nope, we're not canceling this hot <laughs> the night before. I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't cancel it thinking, you know. No, because like I said, it never dawned. I mean, I, right. I knew I'd have liquid shit. I didn't know I'd have liquid fire. <laughs> 
I, I mean, I just thought it would be like Either way. After you go out for a night boozing and you're, you know. There's nothing more romantic than booze butt. She loved it. Fire. She loved it. She was. There are some ladies out there that uh, rather enjoy that situation. Well, she enjoys laughing at my pain. Well, I was talking about like getting pooped on. <laughs> no, let's not spread that rumor. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that she is. I'm saying there's some women. <laughs> there are some women out there. There's, if there's a strange fetish, it, it's out there. It's got a name and it's out there. Oh. My buddy went started uh, went to police school at the tech. Um, and he came back one and he's like, I got a book of fetishes that we need to learn. And it was amazing that they had a name for anything you could think of. Is there a fetish for like getting tattooed? Like people that get a boner pulse in this amount of pain? Yeah. 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 Dean does not have that. Uh-uh. He's not pointing at me. Right uh-uh. I'm, I'm like you. It's crawled back in. Saying, Don't come near me. Don't, don't you dare come near me with that. You're next. Stay away. <laughs> Are you talking about dollars? Forget it. You talk about genital piercing. You know, weird shit I've done to myself. In the name of body modification. Do you still have genital piercing? No, but I have a hole. You have a hole? It's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. And I'll, what'll happen is I'll get drunk and I'll forget that I have the bonus hole out of the bottom of the cleaner, and then I will forget to shield and I'll piss on my pants, which looks like I pissed my pants if you don't know the situation. And then I have to drunkly explain that I didn't piss my pants; I pissed on my pants. It's a very different situation. Just that the same. Like whatever, dude. Looks like you pissed your pants. Doesn't matter how it got there. There's still piss on your pants. Explain an extra hole and stretching and <laughs> taking jewelry out. I do okay. So I did realize this is why I don't have jewelry anymore, is because <sighs> Sarah went in for one of her, her lady examinations and the doctor asked her if she knew why her uterus was bruised. <laughs> That's mm. a great story to be able to tell with other dudes. Like, yeah, yeah. That was because of me. They're like, yeah, because it was pure. I'm like, I don't care. Did you ever nope. bruise a uterus before? I have. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to hear yeah right you're gonna take it and run with it yeah. almost as good as truly fucking the shit out of somebody oh oh yeah but i i'm just saying that would be that would that that could be did you see the another good story video where all the porn stars are hanging out in the hot tub and the one girl had been doing anal the whole day and all of a sudden they're talking, they're talking, and all of a sudden it starts getting brown. <laughs> they're all jumping out of the leakage. Yeah, like oh. <laughs> so that what I that's what I thought of when you said fuck the shit out. <laughs> There's a porn star out there that has had the shit fucked out. Dirty literally a yeah. hot tub. I don't know that I'd want to get into a hot tub full of porn stars after the end of a day. Seems like there'd be a lot of fluids going on that I don't want to deal with. You know. Chlorine in here? Yeah. Maybe a little extra. Can we just put a little extra chlorine in here? Can I have a little cabicide? <laughs> I really want to shock the system here. <laughs> I need to clean myself up. Otherwise, it would probably be a fun evening. We have a, we have a hot tub at the studio, and then we have ladies. Two porn stars in our hot tub. You could kind of do a, we could do like a, how many licks does it take to get the center of a Tootsie Pop butt? It'd be like a porn star and anal. It'd be different, but the same. You know what I'm saying? Like how many how many fucks does it take to get the shit out of a porn star? <laughs> One, um, two, you... three. 
three all over. Mm. And your podcast got canceled. I hate my life. Um, we've had some interesting shows and talks, depending on how drunk we are. Yeah. Ooh. That, that one where we eat the chicken wings. Shit got a little. <laughs> a lot of drinking. We did one and it was the second of the evening and I was I was pretty hammered. We turned on the turned it on and I didn't know what was going on. You guys should do remember like well like the old TV shows where they they you know family ties, you got Alex what Pete Keaton Alex Keaton thinking about like an episode of the past and you get like the hazy look. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then it goes back to your episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A recap episode. I know the owner of uh, ABT Basement, uh, and he did, it was his 40th, I think it was his 40th birthday party, and one of the office people put a, because he's always got those blah, 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 call ABT, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. all the commercials, right? Well, they took every time he had said fuck during shooting and they put it into one video and i think i think that video was like four and a half minutes and it was like fuck fuck fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> that was awesome like so that would be fun but that's a lot of editing it would yeah but fun. yeah and I, I thought we just done so so i gotta learn how to pixelate we do need to learn to pixelate i went streaking so so we did have a bad Oh, leading up to when we went to the gorge, um, and then the loser of the bet. I think it, we did this during the drunk episode that I agreed to it that the loser would have to streak in the campgrounds. I lost. It was a weight loss challenge. Now, to be fair, neither of us lost. I like lost maybe one dollar. No, you lost like five. I lost like one. Oh, well, oh, I don't remember. It wasn't a challenge we didn't really dig into it but two, two days before the the weigh-in you just got to take a bunch of laxatives man yeah, right uh i think the key is part of me wanted to lose so <laughs> i just want to run around my clothes off i did yeah. Yeah, so we made it fun we made it we made it a good time we when we got there hey neighbors fyi i'll be streaking sometime this weekend so <laughs> they got on board and it ended up being pretty fun it um, was Got like four different cameras that recorded it <laughs> as he came out. They cued, and then cued the Rocky theme. Did the guy, yeah, the neck. Yes. Was, yeah, he was, he's like, how about the Rocky theme playing? Like that. Yeah, that was that was a great touch. Great idea. What campground were you at? Oh, right at the Gorge Amphitheater. Oh, okay, okay. There's like, yeah, you camp right there. So then it was, you know, we're how far and how long. And it was, it kind of worked out. Go to the fence and we weren't too far, but far yeah, enough. I had to run past about three campsites, three or four campsites. Yeah. yeah. I think the one didn't appreciate it, but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It they was were dark all, by then. Uh, they were all lesbians. You, well, you're gonna piss some. There were a couple other people once they saw it, they were afraid of it. They weren't before, but now they are. So, <laughs> why, is it spinning? Why? why do you have a baby penis? That's weird. <laughs> What's that acorn looking up at that afro? <laughs> um, yeah, so we started with uh, our female neighbors were not impressed. Like, let's just say that. Call it the gherkin. Yeah. The gherkin run. 
did you yell out pickle at least one time like no no it was I, all gherkin everybody I, was yelling gherkin i promoted the shit out of the podcast though <laughs> i just you were watch cocktails with dimples in the beer um stop looking at my dick and look at this right well, so I said, that's the key to like, if you're going to go streaking, right? The key is to make as much commotion as possible. So people aren't just focused on the fact that you're streaking, right? So you just scream and yell. And then they're like, what the fuck is this guy? And then no Pharaoh's following me. Yeah. yeah. Run faster. <laughs> I, I tried following him with my, my camera. And that's the fastest I've ever run in my life. It was. All right. Let's not put that camera. So I was in Abbotsford, maybe? During the whole weight loss thing. And then I found, went to a bar. Hey, listen, it's the who. <laughs> not the who. <laughs> Shit, wrong tattoo. It's not? This well, isn't what I, I want these guys tattoo. <laughs> well, yeah, what's this band? I want that over. Can we, this instead. Is it, will this be easier to cover up? <laughs> Anything can be covered with a big black dick. That's right. I got. I, I do need to talk to you about a cover-up when we're done here. You can't cover it up right no, away. I'm keeping this fucker. Is this all we have left? That's all we got left. Yes. We're close, folks. We're, we're getting there. So not knowing who was going to lose at the time at this bar, I just said, give me two t-shirts and make them undersized for both of us. Oh. <laughs> The name of the bar was Fat Boy. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I, I like Fat Boys. So, I also wore that when I streaked because, again, draw attention away, right? Yeah, he's like, am I allowed to wear it? When, and everyone's like, yes, yes, you can wear a pink shirt when you run. <laughs> Anything that'll make the situation a little bit more embarrassing is... Well, we did like out. We had great neighbors. We did. I think if you're going to do something like that, I mean, a campground is definitely the way to do it. People are there to, you know, unless it's like family land. You know, it's definitely not that. And it's so it was after a sh- one of the shows, and we started broadcasting. And I got high as fuck. And then all of a sudden we're, we're talking, and then I, all of a sudden he just looked, he just kind of kept getting quiet for a bit, and he's like, now's the time. I got to go now. We're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Took us a minute, you know. Do what? Streak. I got it. I'm going to streak. I'm doing it right now. All right. And then everybody called them over. Let's go. Let's go. Very supportive group. It's happening. Speaking of, of that, get the high thing, have you guys done a 420 like, podcast where you go jump over to Michigan? <laughs> no. No. We haven't. I've, uh, I've, I've kind of stopped uh eating edibles before podcasts because they really kill my trail. Like I'll be in the middle of talking. Literally sentence. Oh yeah. And you just stop and I'm like, I have no idea what I was just talking about. Yep. Like no clue. So I've kind of stopped, especially when we are interviewing people. I remember who we were interviewing that I was just like, no, I, headlights. I, I, like, I learned real quick that I'm like, when he pauses like that, just say something. See, because he's not he's not recovering. The thing yeah. I do is do a 420 <laughs> edible and like uh, do like some kind of like not taste test but like different foods but yep. like yeah. foods you wouldn't normally eat to oh. see if they would actually like oh no one's that used to onions uh, no thanks but you know what i'm high enough that you know maybe i will try you know what this isn't that bad <laughs> hmm. 
I so uh, Sarah and I were in Eagle River. I think it was Eagle River. We had taken one of our hey man, we're just going in a direction, and you know we'll figure out what happens when we get there, kind of thing. Well, we ended up at like a a legit supper club. I mean, it, you want to talk old fashioned Wisconsin supper club? This is it, you know. And we're sitting there and. We each had like an old fashioned before they sit us down. And then we order like everything on the left side of the menu because we're hammered. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm like, man, supper clubs are genius. Like these people knew how to make money. Right. So yeah. I'm thinking once Wisconsin finally takes the fucking leap, uh, it would be like basically take the components of your your supper club, but instead of drinks, it's like edibles or, or a smoke shop or whatever oh, shit, yeah. before you get seated into the pastry <laughs> section <laughs> of the restaurant and then you get to order whatever pastries you want or to go is you know and you're, you're a fucking millionaire that's a business model yeah. right there like, come on man like oh cheesecake fuck yeah i want cheesecake oh right. i could have a piece or i could get a whole fucking cheese i'll take the whole why cheesecake. would i go yeah. why would i only take one piece and I can't make up my mind, so I'll have one of each. Yep, there we go. Done that before. The new cookie plates. I mean, there you go. Right there. <laughs> Take all of the cookies. They're like, I don't know. We can't stay open because we run out of stuff. We're only two or three customers. They just bite all. <laughs> we don't open up until three o'clock when the stoners get out of bed, but uh, then we're closed by four fifteen because we're out of product. <laughs> It will be a it'll be a change. Once it does go legal, it's man, it's coming. It's time. It's if nothing else, just medicinal. Like there's right. no reason that anybody with cancer should have to suffer the way that they suffer. I I I I went and I I got my mom a bunch of weed. Yeah, and I got her a fancy little box and a one hitter box and everything. Showed her what to do the whole deal when she was going through breast cancer, and. Uh, when she, my mom she's been in remission now two years and awesome. she's doing awesome right there. and when she was all done she was like do you want that box back and i'm like oh sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, get, I'll get rid of it yeah. time, don't worry you know and i opened up the box and everything was exactly the way that i had given it to her and i was like mom like i watched you suffer through all this why yeah. why didn't you ever do this and my mom was afraid that it would affect her insurance that she would get drug tested and it would affect mm. her insurance and then it wouldn't be paid for. And she's like, we couldn't, there's no way we could afford sure. the chemo alone. And yeah, I'm that's like, fucking oh. ridiculous. Yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. Right. Damn. Not to get heavy, but that yeah, was, that's no, that's no, to your point, at least that. I mean, come on. I mean, and it's weird. Like everybody around us is legal and we're, we're it. Like Michigan's legal. Minnesota's legal. Iowa's legal. Illinois well, is legal. Yeah, every, I don't know if uh, they're all recreational, but they're at least, at least medicinal. Yeah. 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 I had an oncologist that told me, like, he's like, I, you don't ever say that I said this to you, but the best thing that you could do for your mother is get her, you know, some edibles or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's like, because if she thinks she feels better, she, she does. feels better. Right. Yep. Like, it's it's attitude, especially. Yeah. My mom's a trooper, man. It was a little titty cancer that was going to take my mom. All right. She survives on nicotine and caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, she's tough. Man. Glad to hear that. And it is your attitude too. A lot of it. 
Um, I think someone's like they get it and they're like, oh, "Fuck, my life is over." Then it is. And yeah, then it is. And yeah, then absolutely. Did, but when they, if, um, if, what was it, Henry Ford that said, "If you think you can do it or think you can't do it, you're, you're right. right." Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. My dad's uh, my dad's wife three times. She's gotten in. She's yeah. Every right. time, like, all right, what do I gotta do? Let's fucking kick this. I'm I got shit to do. Good for her, man. That's that's a that's an awesome attitude to yeah. have and a tough one, man. One hundred percent every time. It looks blue enough to me. You don't have to keep going. <laughs> That's blue. No. <laughs> we want. Woo! We want there. I'm just got to do this. I'm just cheering for the weightlifters. Oh, right? Say that you're doing the Roger Dolce screen. Right? Who's Roger Dolce? You'll you'll know soon enough, buddy. Is he like the third best singer of all time behind Freddie and Robert? No, he's not. He's not even close. Two words. Clarence Carter. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're done. We're done. We're almost. We're almost. a couple spots. He is. He's, he, he's one of the greatest rock singers. Um, I don't know anybody else that I would want singing who songs. He's perfect for Roger. You know, Roger perfect for Pete Townsend's songs. What about Paul Stanley? Um, I love Paul Stanley's voice. But no, no. Let me just ask you a question. Rogers. I want to know if you know the answer to this because it's a question that's been lingering on my mind since I was a wee lad. A wee lad. A wee lad. Who did put the X in sex? Who did? Yeah. I did. They wrote that song about you? No. Probably Satan. Aren't they the largest? Wait, no. What was Kiss? The Knights in Service of Satan? So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they were. <laughs> oh. Shit! Oh yeah, serious stuff here, man. Didn't know Not that. Just disco. Yeah, so I was Satan worshippers as well. So we got, I think, our first album might have been Rock and Roll Over as well. Um, and then Kiss Alive, the German version, my brother bought because it was an import. And on the drum set, it covered up the lightning bolt S's and made them just S's. Oh, yeah. so he's like, "This is an import. I gotta get it." Yeah, that was the only, yeah, only difference of the whole thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, then I think my mom, we weren't allowed to listen to Kiss for a while because she heard it was a Knights of Service, Satan yeah, service right, or something. Yeah. And then there was Mr. Speed, the song. And she's like, when she found out that was, you know, that's about drugs. Yeah, so then we weren't allowed. Oh, are we done? We're done. No. Woo! I don't want to be done. Tattooed. Suck it, bitches. He did it. He did it. Your turn. I think we need to um, do it all over again. Yeah, you've got to get yours done now. I did mine. We could just put it on the tip of your wings. There you go. Hey! Who's... Who? Uh, who, who made who? Well, we I think just put it there. <laughs> oh, same man. I don't know. Same thing, same thing. <laughs> Who's sucking now? What? Who made who? That's same. They sang that, right? The who? Who made who? I don't know. I don't know what song they sing. Squeeze box. There's one. Oh, yeah. They sing about the squeeze box. No, no. They sing. They, uh, the who, top five rock song of all time. Bob O'Reilly to me is one of the top five rock songs. I love that song very, very much. So it, it is. All right. Hop up. Take a look. Take a look. Get the pictures. And thank the man. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's a great tattoo. It's a great tattoo. <laughs> I don't know.
picture of this shit? Absolutely. I don't know how we, what's the best way to take a picture of a knee tattoo? I'll take a one of each. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Kick it forward just a little bit. Nope. Your knee. Just the knee. Oh, like that. (laughs) I'm not a model. I'll send Sarah and I'm not a model. Nice. Show, show, show. God, show the camera. Hurts so bad. I can't. Mm, it's all right. Greatest record band ever. I want it. I think that'd be cool. Be too pay- I'm, I'm too much whip to do that. Anywhere. Just. Guess what? <sighs> I'm too much for whip too. That hurt. That fucking hurt. <laughs> so glad that's over. Are ya? <sighs> all right. All right. Can we? Are we checking out? Um, eventually, or we? Yeah, see, we want to. I think we, I think we just call this an episode. It's do. done. We'll trimmer down. It's it is what it is. It's done. We can put some intros in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and talk. Wait, look at there. We go. And kind of let's do the uh, this quick silver tattoo, silver tuna tattoo silver shop tattoo over here on Prospect across from the Flagstone in Appleton, Wisconsin. Yes, come down. Highly recommend. Get tattooed. They treat you, they treat you awesome. It didn't hurt really. I'm, I was just kidding the whole time. He makes it pain free and beautiful. So I'm gonna get this right on my chest. Okay. That's my next tattoo. Perfect. Then when I take my shirt off, I'll be wearing this. I'll take my shirt off. It'll look the same. Perfect. Perfect. Except you will see your big fat gut. Yeah, let's pops it up a little bit. All right. Peace. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.